and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we correct and dissect the TV advertisements that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm your co-host, Al, and I'm here with my friend, Courtney. Me! I was kind of worried there for a second. Yeah. I was worried you were going to say, my friend, a bubble tea. I am here with my friend, a bubble tea. Yes, we are here with our friends, bubble tea. Friends, it is the first time it's really sunny this weekend. We're going to do some ASMR. Yeah. Oh, that looked that looked really gross on the monitor mm. there. I'll um, cut that. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> uh, it's sunny out, and that means it's bubble tea season. Uh, I think we should uh, talk about our orders of drink. Uh, let's of yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, I have the Dongding Oolong tea, which is just a bunch of fruit Ooh. crammed into an oolong tea with some tea cubes at the bottom, some Jello. Who knows what I'm messing with? It is dripping all over them. It is dripping all over you, yeah. <laughs> Looks like my pants are salvating. <laughs> uh, and for me, I've got a classic black milk tea. You know, I love the sugar pumped up to 100. Yeah. Uh, and it- I, I did ask Al, what level sugar would you like? And they did look at me like, you kidding me? You know me. <laughs> uh, and then I also have the tea cubes in the bottom, which is the first time I've had the tea jello. Usually I get coffee jello. But yeah. This is extremely good. Are I, you just I am the worried. Bottom? I am worried my tea is dripping so much that there is a leak. It does seem like that might be the case. Mm. Do you want to deal with that? Yeah, there is. I do want to confirm there is a leak. <laughs> okay. Can you open the door? For yep. Yeah. Listeners, we're having an emergency in the studio. Okay, we're back. Thank you uh, for your patience while we dealt with those technical difficulties. (laughs) Wow. It was dripping an awful lot. Uh Uh-huh. And I did kind of suck on the bottom, and then the wave of tea cubes came crashing out. That's a shame. So I put my tea bubble tea in a glass, uh, and all the cubes are at the top. So we'll see how we do with this. During. I'll keep you updated. Okay, thanks. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, we're doing a podcast now, right? Yeah, without, okay. without further ado, I guess let's get into the ad creep. I knew it! <laughs> do you, uh, okay, do you know what a trip flare is? A trip flare? Yeah. Uh, no, but can I guess? Sure. It's when you trip... But you do it with pizzazz. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which is what I did when I was in growing into my body as a teen. I did a lot of trips. Just, like, sprawled out on the oh pavement, but God. you make it look cool? Yeah. Uh, or or then I kind of black out. That's cool, right? Yeah. That's cool? That's really cool. Okay. <laughs> Scrape your knee, cry yeah. a little. Cry just a little bit. Yeah. But you got the jazz hands going. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I mean, you're close. Okay, okay. Uh, it's a device used by militaries. Oh, well, it, not, not close. Nope. Well, it's about tripping. Oh, okay. Uh, so the, a wire is connected to an illuminated flare at ground level. Yeah. And then when the wire is tripped by someone tripping over it, the flare explodes in bright light. Oh, so it does have some pizzazz. It, well. But it does blind you. And provide light for people to shoot you immediately. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. 
So uh, trip flares are made with magnesium, which produces a brilliant white light. Really? I take that for my body, for my bad oh, body. And it makes the light inside you. It makes the light inside me and also makes me poop. It makes me regular is what I'm hey, trying to say. that's great. It's great. That's great. That's the best you could ask <laughs> oh for. Oh my gosh, it's a godsend. When you're on that many medications, having a bowel movement regularly, oh, You love it. You love simply it. love to see it. So you're saying if I light it on fire. Well... <laughs> It is super flammable. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's hard to ignite in bulk. Mmm. Okay. It's just little ones. Yeah. Like dust in the wind. Uh, magnesium can reach flame temperatures of 3,100 Celsius. Whoa. Yep. That's hot. That's hot. Yes. Uh, and it's hard to put out because it continues to combust in oxygen, nitrogen, and carbon dioxide. So, you <laughs> so you're fucked. You're right. Fucked. You're huh? kind of fucked. Yeah. Wow. How do you put out? You don't. You just don't, I guess. Well, you can really only put it out with large quantities of dry sand, <laughs> which is what they did back in World War II. Oh, when... Anakin would hate that. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> really, with the Star Wars full. <laughs> Look, we've been we've been dipping our toes back into the prequels. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm not mad at them. <laughs> Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Your hair does have a little young Anakin does, energy I today. I do have my little. I do have my little braid. Yeah, and my little rat tail. <laughs> I've been working on it. Oh boy, watch <laughs> out, younglings! <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So back in World War II, they used uh, a large quantities of dry sand. Yeah. When putting out things that magnesium was used in, like firebombs and other incendiary weapons. So they would just carry it around with them. No, I think they had oh. like big sacks. <laughs> Big sacks of sand. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Pocket sand. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Shashow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, there was this company called Theocol. Okay. And back in 1969. Nice. They used their plant in Woodbine, Georgia for a contract with the U.S. military to produce 750,000 trip flares for American soldiers to use in the Vietnam War. Uh-oh. Along with CS gas. Oh, which gotta. Which you, you would know as tear gas. Yep. Which mm. the police are still using. Thank, well, you gotta do... Look, they made a lot of it. You, you gotta, gotta use, use it somewhere. You gotta use it somewhere. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm glad we did our... You did mention we should do our bubble tea thing up top. Yeah. it would be a little bit more awkward during now. Yeah. We got uh, to it. Oh, it's gonna get... We're... It's not, we're not, we're barely there. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Before 1967, the component parts of trip flares were categorized as a class seven hazardous material, mm. which is basically the most dangerous that you can get without it being nuclear or biological. Whoa. Yeah. There's seven of them and seven is the worst. I guess eight is the worst. Yeah. There's more than seven because yeah. seven is, is explosive. Seven is explosive. And then um, nuclear and biological are above that. Okay. 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 During 1967, it was downgraded to a class two material. So just a garden variety fire hazard. Wait, wait. It was like the most, except for nuclear shit. And then it's like, well, we're going to use it on the civilian population. So let's uh, bring it down. down. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Unfortunately. That seems a little suspect. It sure does. Oh, boy. So the Theocol Woodbine plant, which was built on the land of a former plantation, employed 80 local workers from Woodbine, the majority of whom were poor black women who were relieved to have a source of steady paying work at a buck 65 an hour. I have a feeling soon that there were, it's not going to be, it's not going to be great. Yeah. Um, a buck 65 an hour back then, that's 11.65 an hour in today's standards. Okay. 
Mm, bad. Bad. I wonder, I don't remember, like, I know um, in terms of minimum wage, there are states that are falling quite behind. Yeah. Um, minimum wage, when I was working in the states, was, like, in the early 2000s and late 90s was like seven bucks yeah so this is still i it must be right yeah i think it must be right also if you're handling you know into like some of the things that they had to do were like assembly strip flares using a um an air gun to insert the that doesn't sound that doesn't sound great (laughs) it was definitely specialized work that probably could have required training training a union maybe perhaps a union osha looking in maybe perhaps did we have that i don't remember in the 70s was osha there (laughs) probably not So the plant held 500 pounds of chemicals, uh, sodium nitrate, and magnesium, which would be mixed and cured into aluminum pellets that oh, produced the no. trip flare's bright white light. I have a feeling this this sucker's not going to be, I think it's going to, you know, yeah? spo- explode. I think you might be on. It's going to go the way of many Las Vegas hotels and just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all of the all of those chemicals, as well as the flares still in progress and already completed, uh, which were kept in the building before they could be transferred to a military arsenal. Oh, okay. Just in the building with the other stuff? Yeah. Oh, no. So on February 3rd, 1971, mm. a small fire at a single workstation spread up and down the conveyor belt and into the storage room, which contained oh, no. almost five tons of protest material <gasps> and over 56,000 finished flares. That's... Not good. No. Oh, boy. The detonation leveled the building, (gasps) and it was heard for 80 kilometers, (gasps) and windows were shattered in an 18-kilometer radius. (gasps) Wait, what city is this in? uh, Woodbine. So, basically, the earth shook all the way up and down the Florida Georgia coast. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. One supervisor who had previously served in Vietnam said, I watched B-52s drop 500-pound bombs. This is the biggest explosion I ever saw, and I saw some pretty good-sized ones. When it blew, the explosion kept rolling out, rolling out. We sat there and watched the ball of fire coming towards us. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy crap. Is there, do do people have footage of this? Is this? There's photos, but there's, yeah, yeah there's not. Uh, probably of the destruction. Right? Oh, yeah, there's lots of photos of Was the this during the day? Yes, it was during oh, the day. Oh, boy. Oh, no. That's scary. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. J.B. Galloway, the division manager in charge of the plant, said a fire in the building apparently set off the blast. He told Governor Jimmy Carter that the material (gasps) processed in the plant is not normally explosive. What? Wait, hold on. Whoa, wait. It's not normally explosive? It's a puzzle to us and news that it would even explode, he said. No, 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 no. (laughs) Isn't the whole job of it to explode? Yeah, to flare in brilliant light. Okay. Well, I hope old Jimmy knew, got wise to this. I I mean, eventually, after the lawsuits. Oh, boy. Actually, as it turns out, three months before the accident, the U.S. military reclassified the components of trip flares from Class 2 back up to Class 7. Oh. Changing the requirements for the storage and handling of the materials. Uh, But news of that decision wasn't provided to Theocle until three weeks after the blast. Mm -mm. Because it was on a piece of notepaper in a general's bottom drawer. Look, we didn't have email back then. <laughs> so uh, back then, people had to call someone on their rotary phone Ugh. and just... Just say, hey, actually, be careful. Actually, be careful. <laughs> Remember when it was seven? But then it was two because we used it on the civilian population? Well, it's, it's back up to it's seven. It's seven again. It's seven be again. so careful. <laughs> but really, it was always seven. Yeah. It was always it seven. It was always seven. 
So Lewis Birch and his wife, Betty R. Dawson Birch, who is one of the 24 workers killed in the blast, had oh. an eight-month-old son named Tony, oh. uh, and he was 17 years old by the time the case was settled in court. <gasps> oh, my God. And it's a civil suit? Uh, it was a tort lawsuit. Tort? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. T- toit? <laughs> not, no, tort. I, I don't know toit. nearly enough about the legal okay. system, okay. especially in America. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, that's a quagmire. Oh, um, but actually, the, the daughter of one of the workers uh, who wasn't killed but was injured and yeah. affected by the blast yeah. created a museum Whoa. dedicated to the accident in Woodbine uh, so that the people living there would remember what happened. That needs to be on our... I need to see this. Yeah, I'm going to post oh a link to that Please, sure. please, please, please. I love little museums like that. Just actually, actually collecting history from the victim's point of view and letting everyone know what's happening. Oh, yeah. And I mean, from their point of view, the people working at this plant felt that they were, you know, they were engaging in in patriotism, creating things that would be used overseas in the Vietnam War. Hmm. And, and, And then... Then were, you know, never acknowledged and had to fight severely to get any kind of settlement. Gee. (laughs) <laughs> tale as old as time yeah uh, so the woodbine plant was sold to union carbide in 1976 we'll get to you <laughs> oh we've got dirt on you <laughs> and theocal went on to become morton theocal after a merger in 1982 but this wouldn't be the last major disaster on their hands sorry i was just i chose that you i were chose slurping that, i chose that time to start slurping my tea cubes <laughs> And I, it would just punctuates. That will not be the last disaster. No. There's more. Actually, a more famous one. Oh. The Titanic. Yeah. back They went back in time and they fucked up the Titanic. It was magnesium down there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm just really going in on shipwrecks this season. <laughs> That's the supernatural this season, too. <laughs> it's all shipwrecks. It's all, it's all going to be. And then I'll end on a commercial for shipwrecks. <laughs> That is, we're going to the Lusitania, baby. Oh, my God. We're going all the way there. <laughs> Have you ever heard of an O-ring? <laughs> okay. Well, I do check for those before you come up. We do... Um, oh, you got to make sure... Record in the bedroom. Yeah. So I have to do a, a dill and O check. Yeah. O-rings, my O-rings and dills. You got to make sure. I was actually kind of worried. You did come up here first. I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah, it. Yeah. If I saw a dill, you know I'd be respectful. You know I... Yeah. I wouldn't be like, uh, look at the size of that. <laughs> is that a dragon? Okay. Wow. You'd be impressed. Is I, yeah, saying. I'd be like, okay. Uh, besides those O-rings, I do know a O-ring. Oh, yeah. And I do know specifically an O-ring that is connected to a disaster. Okay. Okay. O-rings are usually little plastic things that, they're seals. Yeah, they're right? actually metal gaskets. Oh, they're gaskets. Metal. Metal. Okay. I think they can be made of other things, but this one particular was a, if you a metal put it, gasket. If you put it around a shaft and balls, they are plastic. Yeah, those ones are plastic <laughs> for safety. Well, you could get into metal. <laughs> as long as you're safe. Wait, is that the O-ring you were talking about that was related to a disaster? Was a, No, 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 the no. The kind no. that goes on your dick and balls? <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. NASA's up to some real kinky stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, a metal gasket, it forms a seal between two parts of a machine to prevent leaking. Yeah. They're used in scuba gear, dental implants, and more complicated machines like cars and rocket boosters. Uh-oh. Are we going to talk about the last one? It's, you, uh, no? 
1986. Oh, yeah. The world watched in shock. Oh, boy. As the 10th and final flight of the Space Shuttle Challenger ended in an explosion just one minute after launch due to a faulty seal on the O-rings of a Morton Theocall-produced rocket booster. Oh, my God. Them. They did it. They did it. They did the damn thing. I read that it was, like, frozen. It froze and Yeah, cracked, it wasn't, right? um, didn't withstand the temperature. Now, I do have to say, I got to peek through the curtain on this one. Oh, really? Do you know how I know about the O-ring and the Challenger disaster? How? From our last podcast about the X-Files. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember that one? I totally wiped it from my brain <laughs> on purpose. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Somehow Fox Mulder talking about O-rings has just implanted itself oh, in my brainstem. I know. Very, very sad for me. Was that the episode with the face on Mars? I think it's with the ghost. Awful. The space ghost. So bad. <laughs> Truly dreadful. <laughs> All of them, frankly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, NASA and Morton Theocall both knew that they had, uh, that O-ring had failed tests. Oh, they failed the, the tests. Well, prior to the launch. And then they said, well, just... And then they were pushed to move ahead. Oh, no. By whomst? Uh, I think the government? I'm not sure. Probably. Anyways. It's always it's always <laughs> the government. So three years later, Morton and Theocle parted ways. But Morton remains a household name. Mm. Um, they make this product that you've mm. probably heard of. It's like a rock, but you can eat it. <gasps> Salt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Whoa! Wait a minute! The little Morton girl. Yeah. With the uh, umbrella. Wait a minute! They use that in Supernatural. What? In Supernatural, they make the salt rings. Oh my god! With Morton no, salt. Supernatural is over now. No, we're done. <laughs> you brought it into this house. We're talking about it. Wait a minute! Yeah, I gotcha. Oh my god! So I guess they magnesium to O rings to salts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that you need a uh, you need to sell something that everyone needs. Yeah. And but it can't be explosive. Is salt explosive? No. Well, Morton actually started making salt. Oh, they started making salt. Yeah. Okay. How do you make salt? Well, you you mine it. You mine it. Okay. Or you create it by evaporating ocean water. Ocean water, which is what the Lewis and Clark expedition did. I learned about that in grade five. Good God. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't learn a lot about America, but I did learn about that. Jeez. And all the state flags, apparently. For some reason. For some reason. Not all the mottos. Nope. <laughs> For example, did you know that Nebraska is a tree planting state? The tree planting state? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do they plant? When I drove through, there wasn't a lot of, I guess they're really lacking on that one, huh? <laughs> they need to get back on it. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so started in 1848. Salt. The company was eventually incorporated in 1910 under the name the Morton Salt Company. Salt. After its owner, Joy Morton. Mmm. <laughs> According to the website, Morton owes its starting success to the gold rush, though other sources suggest it started as a marketing firm for the East Coast salt producers to sell to the Midwest. Oh, okay, okay. Joy was the son of J. Sterling Morton, uh -huh. a bourbon Democrat, who served as Secretary of Agriculture under Grover Cleveland. Oh. And also founded an American tradition. What? By the name <gasps> of Arbor Day. What? <laughs> How did... They're just really into trees, I guess. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So he was actually more interested in the economic aspect of trees. <laughs> I check so. Which is if you plant them in a line... 
you can a, cut around them down. a farm. You can cut them. They act as a windbreak, and the topsoil doesn't blow away, like in oh. Nebraska. Oh, like in Nebraska. I get it. That's why they have a big wall of trees when you enter. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask entry yeah. to, to go through. Oh, wow. Could you imagine? It's all ants. I was, okay, so I'm thinking, we're thinking way back in history, right? Yeah. Do you think Morton salt was used when Sherman salted the South so it wouldn't grow stuff anymore during the Civil War? You think that was Morton? You think it was him? I, I'm going to, I'm going to confirm. It's got to be. 1848 is when they were started. Well, 1860. Yeah. Could be. Savannah. There were a lot of there were a lot of salt companies going around. Could have been Morton. You've been salted. Although, wouldn't have Sherman used a Southern salt company? Well, no. You want to buy from the North, right? You want to buy oh, from yeah, the East, true. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the salt. I just like the I like the idea of the little salt girl. Just <laughs> they just bring each bring a little can of salt with the little salt girl, and they're just pouring it around. <laughs> could be. Hey, could, could be. be. Could be. Could be. Hey, look. Don't don't sue me. <laughs> They don't teach us anything in American history, so I'm just going to (laughs) assume. Yeah, so while Morton's interest in trees was economic, there was a Connecticut man named Birdsey Northrup who was responsible (laughs) for the more environmentally conscious aspects of the holiday. Birdsey Northrup. It's a great name. It's a great great name. name. These New Englanders and these fucking East Coasters. Oh, boy, Birdsey. Boy, oh boy. Uh, hello, my name is Birdsey Northrup, and I'm <laughs> passionate about trees. Oh, of the Connecticut Northrups. Mm, indeed. <laughs> I like Arbor. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, so in 1919, mm. Morton Salt acquired the Bevis Rock Salt Company, which was run by Bevis Longstreth, <laughs> the son of its founder. Now, they made the rock candy. <laughs> they made the rock candy. Rock yeah. salt? Rock, rock salt candy. candy. Okay. You know, on the stick. But it was salty. It didn't do well. Rock salt taffy. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, ten years after being bought out by Morton, Bevis founded another company whose name is a portmanteau of the Greek words for sulfur and glue, mm. Theon and Cola. Theon Cola? And as we now know, what? Morton Salt would acquire that company, too, 63 years later. Al, we taking a turn? Theocol. Theocol. That's the first company we talked about that had the explosion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The cola? No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. They made a product that involved sulfur and glue, so they named themselves after those. I thought it was like, it's Pepsi, motherfucker. (laughs) I'm like, what? No, no, no. But it's just wild that, like, it's so, I mean, A, it's wild, but B, it's not wild because all of um, corporate America is so incestuous. But Morton bought out Bevis's rock salt company, and then 10 years later, he formed... Theocol, yeah, a chemical company, yeah. which then Morton bought 63 years later. <laughs> They're like, one more again. And then they fucked up the Challenger together. And, and then they shook hands and walked away. <laughs> Into the night. Into the night. We could only wish. Boy. Pouring those little little girl salts. <laughs> do you ever do you ever think I always thought, like in canon, the little salt girl. And the little uh, sunblock girl with the doggy. Girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Without, please write that fanfic. <laughs> They're the the mascots growing up. They go to fucking Sarah Lawrence College. Yeah. And they then fall they, meet, in love. they fall in love. She still has her dog. The dog's there. 
<laughs> it's like a, like a, you know how How I Met Your Mother had that yeah. motif with the umbrella? No, but yes. It's like that. It's exactly like that. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Morton Salt's logo was... <laughs> the little salt girl. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you have to forgive me. I just watched you rub your finger on your laptop and then yeah. lick it. No, I licked it, then rubbed it on my laptop. Well, that's not what I saw. <laughs> there was some tea on it. <laughs> this podcast is for one thing and one thing only, and that's calling you out. Okay, well, now I understand. <laughs> Morton Salt's logo was once called one of the ten best-known symbols in the United States. Yeah. And while modern audiences may find the slogan confounding, everybody loves this little girl in a raincoat who's wasting salt like it's her goddamn job. Yeah, the salt's... Pouring it's on pouring the umbrella. Out. No, it's pouring. She's got the umbrella. Oh, she's, she's got the, the umbrella. She's pouring the salt because there's a demon after her. Exactly. Yeah. Over the years, the Morton Salt girl saw various iterations, usually changes in her hair color and style. Mm. But she's always been seen as an absolute terror in the slug community. <laughs> this is about slug hate crime. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is a turn. With an umbrella in one hand and a canister of salt pouring out onto the ground in the other, she was invented to demonstrate that thanks to its coating of magnesium oxide, this salt simply wouldn't clump no matter what the weather. Oh, I understand. Wait a minute. If you put salt out into the rain, it's gone. Well, no, but if you have like like in, in damp temperatures, if you yeah. have like a box of salt or something. Oh, I see. I it'll see, clump I see. up in there. Yeah, it does clump up in there. Yeah, so they actually add additives to salt. They add additives to salt? Yeah, magnesium oxide originally, and it's, uh, I think it's something silica-based. I guess they got a lot of magnesium in there. (laughs) They got to move that somewhere. They got to put it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't set fire to your salt, everybody. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. (laughs) There's been a lot of really attractive print advertising for Morton throughout the years with lovely food photography, but one horrifying trend I noticed Mm. while researching Mm -hmm. was that they really, 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 really want to make putting salt on fruit a thing. Putting salt on fruit. I like that. It seems bad. No, I like that. You put, like, you know, when you have a watermelon... That's, they had an ad for what? Watermelon. And watermelon. I, I get it. I get, if you put, okay, if you put a little salt on anything, it brings out the flavor. Yeah, right? I guess. Like you put salt on your oatmeal. But again, now you, you did hear me when you asked me how much sugar I wanted in my bubble tea. <laughs> and I said, you know me. <laughs> a lot. As we know, salt is the opposite of sugar. Yes. Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I understand putting salt, and you can put, you know, the spicy, spicy salt oh, that yeah. you put on elote. That oh, stuff, that actually sounds right. Dope. You put that on watermelon or mango, and it's really good. Mango, I feel like I get salt because there's mango salt. There is mango salt, but this is mango, and then you put salt on it. Listen, listen. I'll give it a shot. Okay, I have some watermelon right here. We can salt that sucker. This sounds like a lot of work. In media res. I got I got the Morton girl downstairs. We could do it. Sure. Well, you finish and then we'll think about it. Okay. Yeah. In 1999, yeah. Morton was acquired by Roman Haas, which was what? purchased by Dow Chemical Company in 2009. Okay. Yeah. Dow, we'll get to you. We know what you do. We know. <laughs> Dow Chemical, as you may remember, one of two companies that created Agent Orange and Napalm for use in Vietnam. Oh, the other company, gonna, Monsanto. We're going to talk. Oh, Monsanto. I got a whole, <laughs> I got a whole folder on you. <laughs> 
Dow in turn sold Morton to a German firm called K&S, mm-hmm. which offloaded it on April 30th of last year to Stone Canyon Industry Holdings. That seems suspicious. The addition of Morton and its sub-brands to Stone Canyon's existing salt folio <laughs> made them the largest producer of salt in the world. They're hoarding the salt. And do you know what day April 30th is? Uh, Arbor Day. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those motherfuckers. It's a conspiracy. Oh, red string, red string, red string. It all leads back to Arbor Day. Oh, it all came from, from Arbor Day we came and Arbor Day will die. <laughs> Surrounded by trees and salt. Birdsy Northrop, where are you now? <laughs> he was Illuminati, don't you know? They all were. Wow, 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 wow. There are some very cute commercials featuring Morton's signature slogan, When It Rains, It Pours. But I would love to share this one's more can, ominous tone. You can, Well, that one's pretty ominous if you talk about Vietnam. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. It's, it's ominous. Yeah. Yeah. But so they're, talking about, they're talking about salt. They're talking about salt. That's okay. It's 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 salt. <laughs> Just salt, baby. It's not political. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it's one thing we are, <laughs> because we exist, it's political. Are we gonna? So we're gonna see a more. I'm gonna show you a, a truly confounding Morton Salt. I commercial. love. There, that's my favorite kind. Okay, we're gonna watch it now. You can actually watch it in our sources. Go down and click the link and watch it with us. We'll see you on the other side. Uh, We'll return after these messages. Now you're someone I know. I know. Even though you are just just a little girl, I can depend on you. Or just look at yourself. For as long as I've known you, you've been walking around in the rain like that just to prove when it rains, it pours. And it did, and it does, and you're cute. 42 million women know they can take this little girl's word for salt. Morton, there's no better word for it. Welcome back to the show. That is very creepy. Mm-hmm. That is very creepy. Mm-hmm. So it's an old, it sounds like an old woman. Yeah. Or an, an older woman. Older yeah. woman. And she's like, she, and it's a close up of the, Morton girl's face. Yeah. But because it's done in only in a limited color palette, it looks very um like propaganda, like Soviet propaganda, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the kind of imagery of that and it's slowly moving away from her face to the logo, like to the whole logo. Mm-hmm. And it seems like sad. It does there is it's very like melancholy. Yeah. Uh this ad is from 1969. So this is prior to their merger with Theocal, also prior to the Challenger disaster. Okay. So they knew it was coming, didn't they? (laughs) They knew it was coming. (laughs) Like, they looked in Nostradamus' book, and they're like, oh, there's something that's going to happen soon, and I think we're the cause of it. I think we're a part of it. (laughs) So maybe we should start setting our tone right now. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, it was talking about, like, dependability. Yeah. And it's like... Women all over America can depend on this little girl. She's been pouring salt out in the rain for, like, a long time. 
so we can depend on her. And it's almost the the subtext is you can't depend on anything else in your life. (laughs) You can only depend on this little girl pouring out salt in the rain. That's it. And there's a line that's like, you you know, you've been doing this and you did and you do and you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll keep going forever. Or else. (laughs) If I don't pour salt out, something's going to (laughs) happen. It's a it's a Sisyphus. Oh no. Saltifus. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> it was I was alarming. Like if you were to told me that was after the explosion or right after the challenger, that I get that. Because it's like we have to advertise, but we're also sad. We have about to it. we have to pretend like we're not. It's like it's like the whole thing we talked about the whole 9-11 advertising yeah. and COVID advertising. This is like Morton's Clydesdales, but nothing's happened. <laughs> Yet. They know. They, <laughs> they know. That little girl. You know who the Morton Salt girl always makes me think of? Who? Is that meme image of that little girl standing in front of the burning yeah. house? Uh-huh. It's her. It's her. It must be. It's the same <laughs> little haircut. And the Morton girl is looking down. Yeah. And does she have a smile on her face? Is it it's, like a little like, like a little like a Mona Lisa smile. Like a Mona Lisa. Oh, love that movie. Um <laughs> I, get, I don't know the painting in which you're referring to, but I love the movie. How do you know it's a, ma- a painting then? Well, in the movie, they mention. Oh, they talk they, about the, the painting. They, they never see it, though. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do not like this. <laughs> it's scary. It is scary. And I would be like, something's going to happen. And it did, twice. <laughs> Two. But well, only one of the Morton was actually involved in. Well, the other one. <laughs> tangentially or unless one of those two things is the vietnam war <laughs> oh yeah that too three things <laughs> oh no i wonder why they did that yeah i don't know i'm very curious i couldn't find any information on it it's, it's just terrifying just terrifying boy and now we have to bring this to 2022 yeah i don't know how you could possibly i don't we now we're gonna bring the cursed girl <laughs> to 2022 Oh, I think I think this Morton girl is a har- harbinger of curse. Okay, I think she's a like a she's a Mothman. <gasps> now you're talking. <laughs> she's a Mothman. She's type. a Mothman. Yeah, she's a Mothman type, and and we are referring to the fact that the Mothman appeared right before the was it Silver Bridge Silver Bridge, Silver Bridge yeah. uh, collapse, and it's said that Mothmans appear. Across the world before something bad happens. Now, as a warning. As a warning. Now, here's the thing. Morton's really, can really call this shot because there's a lot of bad things happening mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. All the time. Constantly. Constantly. So I think Morton is going to, is going to use the image of the Morton girl and superimpose her r- into like moment. You know, there's a Twitter, you know, there's a Twitter account and it's like, pictures of when bad things happen like pictures of history but it's memes you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. so what they're gonna do is like they're gonna put the morton girl places that she shouldn't be just and looking like i knew this was i gonna know happen. like and i would say it's like i would say it would be a billboard situation oh no so it's just not it's just the picture of her and people are like, what's this girl doing here? And probably something bad is going to happen in that city. Probably. And then they put that on the billboard and she's still there. And she's like, I knew this was going to happen. Th- I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. So what it is, is I think 
now this you may say Courtney this you're putting a negative connotation on your on your character right but we connect Morton with the salt situation and you know what you're gonna need after a long hard day out in the world where bad things are happening a nice drink <laughs> with a salt rim with a, a salt margarita rim. <laughs> okay 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 I got it I got it, I got it. Oh, no. okay I got it I got it I got it, I got it. okay. So we, this is the advertisement, right? You know, we see all these kind of bad things that happen across the world and in the United States and in Canada. It's like Morton, the Morton girl was there. And we see like <laughs> the, the, the billboard, right? The Morton girl was there. The Morton girl was there. But she's going to be there for you. And then you have a martini glass. Or no, you have a margarita glass and you're rimming that sucker with salt. <laughs> And you're like, she's, the, you know what? Their world, she's bad. But guess who else is also there for you? The Morton girl. And then you just, you're there by yourself in your basement. You're very sad. You've been doom scrolling for a long time. But you got yourself a little margarita with a rimmed glass. Everything's okay for those two hours you were sipping that mark. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you have the margarita girl on a beach, like, lounger chair. She's grown yeah. up. Yeah, she's grown She's up. drinking a margarita behind yeah. her. Fire. Fire. Calamity. Just tanks. Tanks. People, just awful people. There was people on bridges with Canadian flags screaming about something. (laughs) God. Yeah. I think Morton's got to lean into the world is bad. Yeah. And we're here. We're ominous. We're ominous. But we'll keep you in drinks. We're constant. You know what? Margaritas have been a bright spot in my (laughs) life. Especially the way our producer makes them. Boy, they're, ooh, they're good. This is Jimmy Buffett for Morton Salt. <gasps> yes, Margaritaville. Morton Salt girl, she's grown up. She can go to Margaritaville. She sure can. It's four o'clock somewhere, boy. <laughs> With her girlfriend, the Coppertone girl. <laughs> they're here. Yeah, that's what I would do. I really lean into the tragedy. I love that. People, look. <laughs> Capitalism has spent its entire life to be disengaged from tragedy. Yeah. I think Morton has to just go full in and say, it's tragic. Out there is really they bad. Have to own it. They have to be like, remember the challenger? That was us. That was Here's us. a drink. <laughs> and it's like, it's a picture of the crack O-ring, and then you then you move out, and it's really the top of a margarita glass. And it's cracked with a slice of lime. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 A lot of challenging ideas here today. (laughs) (laughs) Twisted humor. Am I right? Oh, my God. Hot topic. Um, I've got some more twisted humor for you. Okay. And it is a local ad. Yay. From Baltimore, Maryland. Refresh me, please. Well, I don't know if this is going to be refreshing, but it is going to be something. Drug-free Charlie is a special clown on a mission. He travels the country with a circus, teaching children to be drug-free through song. Charlie's songs are easy to remember and fun to sing. Your children will love to learn from these happy tunes. Get your drug-free sing-along CD today. Send check or money order for $12 plus $2 shipping and handling to Drugnet Enterprises, P.O. Box 1541, Baltimore, Maryland, 21203. Or call 1-800-440-5508. Or order online at drugfreecharlie.com. Hmm. The mixing was truly bad on that one. The audio engineer for this. <laughs> Woof. 
You gotta just turn it down a little bit. You wanna describe what you just saw? There is a clown. Yeah. His name is Drug Free Charlie. <laughs> and you think that by the name he'd be drug free, but. He doesn't look like it. Something's going on with Charlie. <laughs> His eyes are dilated. Oh boy. Uh, there's a bunch of kids. Yeah, they're about kindergarten, grade one, grade two. They're very cute. They're very cute. They're very cute. <laughs> uh, they're singing along with and to Drug Free Charlie. Yeah. As he leads them. I think Baltimore, Maryland maybe didn't have McGruff the crime dog. You know what? I hate that bastard. <laughs> a fucking bootlicker. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is a CD that you would play, yeah. you would buy for your kids and like kind of brainwash them into like, you know what? Being drug free is the way to be. Did you ever have anything like that? We had Dare. Oh, yeah, we did have Dare too. But did you have like songs? I don't think so. No, I got, well, I, we did mention the all cartoon, all stars, the drug free Oh, yeah, cartoon. yeah, yeah. I had that, and I did not touch marijuana until very recently. You know Wink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Till it was legal. Sure. Sure. Uh, you know what sing-along I used to enjoy? Yeah. Um, there was a brand called Sing-Along Songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had one video, and it was the Trolls. Okay. And the trolls. Like did, the little tr- naked trolls. The, yeah, the troll dolls. Okay. And they did a sing-along to, um, you know, Bermuda Bahama. Oh, yeah. Wait, we, <laughs> did we talk called? about this? Uh, Kokomo. Kokomo, yeah. Come on, come I enjoyed on, come that on. a great deal. Thank you. Ooh, it was very good. Remember the Disney, um, Disney sing-alongs with the bouncing ball? Oh, yeah, definitely. Man, that ball could bounce. <laughs> the other thing I mentioned, I thought, I thought about when I saw this is, did you ever have a CD of songs that inserted your name into the songs? No, that wasn't special enough. That was a thing. No, they sold like at the mall. They sold like if oh, your name I've is seen those. if your name is this, then you can get a whole. And my grandparents bought me one. And the first song was "Let's Sing About Courtney." Let's sing about Courtney, and I'm like, yes, let's finally. Sing about Courtney. Well, I could have bought that one. It just would have been about my hometown. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe it was, it was kind of spelt weird on the front. <laughs> if you have a, a weird drug-induced stupor of a ad creep, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. You can also get us on the Twitter, which is... Ad creeps. Ag, at ad creeps. On Twitter. Yeah. You can just give us your local ad. Give us whatever you want. I don't know. Something special? Maybe. <laughs> we love something special. We would love something special. For us? Mm, love it. Is that it? Yeah. that's. I think that's about the size of okay, it. Okay. I got to finish my bubble tea. Until next time, we are signing, signing off. But first, word from my spouse.